Okay, so welcome everyone to our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd and Dr. David Peck. Um, before we get started, I'm going to start with a quick disclaimer. Since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we want to make sure you understand that this information is not intended to treat, heal, diagnose, or cure anything. Everything in the presentation is opinion of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, Johanna Chan, myself, and you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. So Dr. Alex, Dr. Peck, I'll hand it over to you guys. Thanks, Santo. Um, this week, we're going to be focusing on um, social imaging, um, which to me is one of the most crucial systemic issues for everyone. Um, you might ask yourself this week, I, I get, get quiet, you know, a, a place you're not going to be disturbed and ask yourself if, if, if it didn't matter what anyone else thought about me, or or maybe if no matter what I do, they would think the same thing about me. One thing, one of those. Uh, I like the first one better. You may like the second one, but imagine that, and then say, okay, if if it made no difference with any other person, how I act, what I do, what I don't do, et cetera, how would I live my life? If it, 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 if it made no difference with other people, if it made no difference in me being accepted or rejected socially, none of that even comes into play. It's just 100% how do you want and how, based on your belief system and with your intention, how are you going to choose to live your life? And is it the way you're living it now? Okay. And, and with my clients over 20 years, when I ask, it, when I ask them this question, and I've had, I probably asked a couple hundred this, um, it's typically, well, it would be a lot different. Because when I really think about it, a lot of what I do is to be liked, to be accepted, to not be rejected, to not be made fun of, not be disliked, not lose my job, not be, get divorced or have my girlfriend or boyfriend dump me. If, if all that is out of the way and it's just, just me, just me and God, or if you don't believe in God, just me. How would you live your life? The next question is why? And the third question is, is that the best way? Uh, or or maybe, maybe the best way is doing a little more of that, but not totally. Maybe you think, okay, if I totally just did what I want, then it would just be, nothing but food, drink, party, whatever. That's not really what I'm talking about though. What I'm talking about is when you decide to, you know, I wanna have the best life I can. So what is your decision about how to accomplish that? Yeah, Okay. can I, can I jump yeah. in? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. And, and so, you know, in preparation for this, you know, Atlas, Alex brought this topic up and, and what he said in his email was, Social imaging, having as your priority 
people liking or believing you attractive and or successful, smart, et cetera. And I just want to say this because I want to make, give people an example that's not quite as, you know, all or nothing because it's, that's the key is priority. Like you're, that's the focus you, you know, your priority is to do this. And what I have to say, cause I, I started saying this last week, but basically my whole life was social imaging, you know, until healing code essentially. And the amount of energy that it consumes to be able to, 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 that it takes in order to continue to look a certain way, project a certain image, you know, be whatever to that other people would think, Oh my God, it's, it's taking up your whole, almost your whole life. It's actually a way of living. You know, you're doing everything based on, you know, how you'll be perceived. So, you know, but the priority is the key. Like, okay, so, you know, you have to be certain, you have to dress, you know, clean, whatever, you know, certain, but it's not your priority that, you know, you know, I got to look a certain way. Right. So anyway, I wanted to add that in. No, that's, that's absolutely right. And, and, and my story, and I think I've, I've told y'all before is, you know, everything's idyllic before I go to school now. And, and I was short and chubby. All right. I was a short, chubby kid, all right? So, but everyone I was around loved me unconditionally, it seemed. Uh, They hugged me all the time. They told me they loved me. They smiled and had positive body language toward me, you know, all that. And so I'm thinking, man, this is a great life and I'm happy and I'm not wanting any major thing to change. And then I, and then I go to school and it's like falling off a cliff. Now I know that if you're chubby, you are not attractive. And, and, and especially the girls don't want to have anything to do with you. The guys do want to have something to do with you. They want to make fun of you, which is what they did to me. So after the shock of that and realizing I can't change it, I come home and my mom and dad say, no, you cannot quit going to school. You have to go to school. So I know this is not going to be some temporary thing. This is it. Okay. At least for the next 18 years, or or, I mean, I went to a bunch of graduate school years, so I wasn't thinking that then. But anyway, a lot of years, this is going to be it. And so what did I do? What was the decision I made? The decision I made was to do everything I could to be socially acceptable and liked. And ladies and gentlemen, it just about ruined everything in my life. And and it was, and the culmination of that was what I shared with hope kicking me out of the house saying, I can't stand to live with you anymore. Well, well, why did she feel that way? She wasn't saying that about the me before I went to school. I think she would have loved that me. She was saying it about the me I had reconstructed after the social stuff started causing me pain. Okay. That's the stuff she was kicking me out of the house for. Okay, and it sounds crazy because it sounds like what you want would be more selfish and, you know, being socially acceptable would be more unselfish because I'm trying to please other people so they'll like me. It's a paradox. 
It does exactly the opposite. You be yourself and who you truly are and you'll be just fine. Yeah, you'll have pain and they may make fun of you some like they did with me, but in the end, you'll win. You'll be great, okay? You choose the social acceptance, the image management life, and you're in big trouble. And maybe right. you don't know it. But um, that, that's all I wanted to say, Dave. So exactly. You want yes. and yeah. And, you know, and, and, and you mentioned this earlier, that, you know, the lie, you know, just that, you know, if I look a certain way or if I make a certain amount of money, you know, I'm going to be loved. You know, right? I mean, that's, I mean, and, and it's subconscious. I, you know, I'm not even aware that I'm running around, you know, I trying to be this and that and perfect and that. I don't even know what's driving me. All I know is that I'm totally stressed out and I'm taking right. it out, out on everyone around me. Right. <laughs> my, right. my family's like, you know, running for cover. Oh, no, dad's in one of those moods again. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. anyway. But thank you, Alex. Oh, my God. You know, Alex, what I'm saying, I said I probably said this last year, last week or whatever. But this is this is this is emotional emancipation. This is this is um, a, a liberation from emotional slavery, you know, a slave to our emotions, you know, and I'm poor, poor people. I'm watching people, you know, just it's 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 we're we're we're, we're captured. By our emotions and, and and what he's doing is freeing us you know this is like this is serious stuff you know this is this is this is earth shattering stuff you know to be to be free emotionally balanced and not to be triggered and to have people people could come at you in all different ways than they will you know especially if you know people see that someone's happy it's usually you know especially if they're not feeling well themselves it's, i mean i would have done the same thing in my previous state as i attacked people they were you know and 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 um but um anyway so alex you know we need to thank you again and again for doing this uh, these are tools these are great tools that you can use to to heal yourself and again you know, and over and over again, I'm saying to people, I, we understand why you, what, you're, you're reluctant, you're hesitant, you're scared, you're, you're fearful of, of approaching those memories. A lot of those are painful, but these tools will work and they will free you and then you'll be done with them. It's not like you have to go back to the office I and mean, you might have to, you know, re-visit re, re, uh, the issue, you know, maybe in six months or four months, but it's not like you have to go every week and get these treatments. This is, this is healing. This is real healing anyway. So. Yeah. You know, you know, Dave, um, that word emancipation, uh, very interesting to me that you said that, and I completely agree with it. And a couple of years ago, I was doing um, a thing called uh, Deep Water. And one of the things we discussed was the Black Lives Matter movement and that sort of thing. And, you know, it occurred to me that, um, and, and you can watch that and see what I think about it if you want to, it's on the YouTube channel. But what occurred to me? I that, saw that with your friend. You're from your friend from high school was there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, great guy. But um, anyway, that is also about emancipation. Okay, it's about we are not being treated fairly because of the color of our skin. Okay, and we want to be treated fairly regardless of the color of our skin. And 
and that is absolute um, man. That that is a great thing to 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 be trying to help people with, and and I do agree when you heal these internal issues, and you are okay internally yourself, you will be able to deal with any circumstance. Yeah. The reason and, and, you have trouble with circumstances is that your internals are not right. Right, right, right. So I, I just add that, you know, with this Black Lives Matter and such, because, you know, a lot, a lot of initially when I saw that stop, the stop Asian hate actually stimulated me to say stop self-hate. Because like I tell my kids and other people as well, hate comes in all colors. Yeah. And, and it's not just, it's, and, 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 and you're, you're talking, I mean, I'm a jazz musician. I'm all about the history of jazz and the people that play, I'm playing in jazz clubs all over, you know, New York, et cetera. So I, I'm not that I'm, I'm not African-American, but I spent a lot of time with African-American, but the hate comes. So the idea is that the idea is not to create more hatred. And more division. And I see that. I see a lot of these movements as doing that. I'm not right. saying that the awareness is great. The awareness is yeah. great. Now I can tell I could tell a story of how my eyes were open to 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 to, to racism, et cetera. If I could just take two 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 minutes. Yeah, which, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm playing. I used to hang out with this, I used to go with this jazz musician, Royal Hall, who's older guy. Actually, his son was a very famous uh, uh hip-hop artist whatever so it's three o'clock two o'clock in the morning whatever we're in the east village in new york this guy's maybe i guess he's 70 i might be in my 20s whatever we're carrying our saxophones it's dark at night we're walking through the park and i'm like oh my god this is a little bit scary you know it's like east village this is 20 some years ago and then all of a sudden we're walking along we see a policeman and i'm like whoo wow i'm good you know i saw the policeman and royal who's now he's african-american he's walking he's like he's getting all nervous and oh wow! Oh, and I was like, "Wow, you know that that yeah opened my eyes to it, you know." Yeah, but really. but then again, you know, it's hate comes in all colors. You know, yeah. we all have our different. The, the Japanese treated the American, the the Koreans terribly during the occupation, um, and yeah. my grandparents and parents. Anyway, so um, yeah, and 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 I think, and I think what people hopefully will come to understand is that. The self-hatred is the reason you hate somebody else, okay? It is, it is. It's, it's almost impossible to hate someone if you love yourself. People think that, um, that su people who, who feel and act superior, superiority, people think, Oh, those are the people that are really well-adjusted and great and know who they are because they act confident. Well, let me, let me clue you in on something. They're acting. Okay. And, and, and yes, they may actually think they're better than you or better than me. Okay. But the reason they think that is because of internal stuff they have with themselves. Okay, so um, yeah, well, uh, the the um, the self hatred and 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 all lives matter is just absolutely critical. But I would ask you this week: take your temperature as far as 
to what degree do you live your best, authentic, honest life of integrity or something other than that because you're trying to be socially something, liked, loved, considered a success, whatever. And, and it seems like a very simple thing, and, and the concept is simple. It's hard to do because based on the research, and this is great research, Scientific American and several others independently, um, that how you feel about you determines everything, okay? And you probably don't think that. You think how I feel about accounting determines my accounting job or how I feel about, you know, uh, where I live or, or, or what, yeah. no, 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 no. It, it's, it's the deep internal that you're probably not even aware of that is mandating these things and making Alex, you feel like I it be okay. Other people have to think about me a certain way. I, I hope this is a fair question, but how did it get this way? You know, what, how, how is it that we've been programmed to, to, to basically hate and shame ourselves. Yeah. You know, you, you know, there's a thing called entropy and entropy is when things uh, basically get worse over time. Okay. You, you buy a new car, but 10 years later, it's not running very good. Okay. And scientifically in physics, that's pretty much the state that the universe should be in, but it's not. It's expanding. It's, it's really getting better, the universe, which should not be happening, okay? It should be devolving. Well, we have evolved as a race, not as, a, as, as humanity. We have evolved as humanity. You know, we're not living in caves anymore, okay? We're not afraid of smallpox anymore. Uh, you know, lots of things like that, okay? So... We've evolved, but, but what the research shows is that in our unconscious mind, we have devolved. And the reason for that is every generation creates their junk of their life, and everybody has it, but they don't just keep it to themselves. They pass it, that they, they take everything that's been transferred to them, and then they add their own junk to it and pass all of that onto the uh, next generation. And then the next generation does the same thing. Well, when you do that for millions of years, I end up afraid and I don't even know why I'm afraid. And it may go back to some caveman dude who was tr trying to steal his neighbor's wife or something. I mean, I don't know, but I don't know why I feel that way. Well, the research says... It's a devolution of our beliefs in our memory banks, and it is making us more and more unhealthy in, in, in every way. So um, anyway, so yeah. this week I would, we, we need to get to the 
intervention or we're going to run out of time here. Sorry. Okay. okay. But, but, yeah. but um, this week, think about that. Do I live my true, authentic, love-based life or something else because of image management? So, Dave, um, add yeah. whatever you want, and then why don't you start the um, intervention for today? Okay. Coming after. Okay. So, we pray, we request that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, false limiting beliefs, any relationship issues related to systemic social imaging be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Okay. And the first position is both hands in the bridge, feeling social imaging. Second position is left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. The third position is left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Okay, next position is a healing code two position, left hand, uh, brainstem, right hand, high bridge. You're actually touching here. Left hand, brainstem, right hand, high bridge. By the way, the research says that about 80% of our self-talk thoughts are to the negative you want to know where that comes from it's right behind your forehead it's called the prefrontal mm. cortex wow okay and switch hands left hand high bridge right hand brainstem Okay, back to the healing code one position, left hand, jaw, right hand, Adam's apple. I'm sorry, left hand temple, right hand bridge. I'm sorry, left hand temple, right hand bridge. My mistake. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you made a mistake. <laughs> I do the code. I, I can't make the code so fast, so I do the beforehand. I make the codes. <laughs> do you forgive me? Okay, one more round. Both hands in the bridge now. Social imaging. OK, 
Okay, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Okay, left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Okay, healing code two position, left hand brainstem, right hand high bridge. Healing code two. And switch, left hand high bridge, right hand brainstem. Hmm. Okay, and left hand temple, right hand bridge. Okay, and that's two cycles. Okay, uh, move into trilogy, uh, acupuncture points. Let's start with temples, chin, collarbones, side of the hand, under the nose, little finger, Middle of the chest, under the eyes, eyebrows, middle finger, sore spot, and 9G. Eyes open, closed, open. Eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle, circle back. One, two, three, four, five. Right. And um, then let's go to both hands, brainstem, please. Both hands, brainstem. It's for about 60 seconds. Okay, then let's activate governing and conception vessel four times. So start at the pubic bone, come up the center line of the body, firm but not hurting. If you're hurting, you're doing it too hard, pause at the top of the spine and then go again. This um, activates your, um, this calms the autonomic nervous system. We're going against the flow of energy. This is yin and yang. All right, now the custom healing centers. Let's start with forehead. 
Please open and harmonize. Base or root. Please open and harmonize. Heart. Please open and harmonize. Forehead. Under the belly button. Crown. Middle of the stomach. Throat. Then um, both hands over your heart, let it process. And then after about a minute, check your zero to 10, do another one or just make a note and start there when you come back. You can also add um, whole body balancing uh, and the rapid eye stress release uh, sections four and five of Trilogy. Those are always custom to you at that time. So that's why we don't do the, the, the ones on here because we don't know what your custom is. It's, it's yours at that time, okay? Um, so uh, that's it for me. I'm gonna have to run. Uh, I love you all. Thank you. Uh, I pray for you every day. Uh, please just uh, keep, don't get caught up in, I have to do four of these today. That, that'll make you stop doing it. Okay. Just say, okay, I'm going to do my best to do at least one a day. If I do more, great. If I don't, fine. If I miss a day, it's okay. I'll just jump back on again. But Try to be consistent just at least one a day. And uh, that's it for me, David. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. And that's what he's talking about being kind to yourself. Right. You know, if you, you don't have to, I got to do a hundred of these, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Alex. Well, uh, we're going we're gonna to step aside. Uh, Santo, I think we're ready for Q&A and the lovely, brilliant, uh, Man, one of the most loving people I've ever known in my whole life, Johanna Chan. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks, Alex. See you. Okay, so we, I'm going to stop the recording here. Okay.